0: and is a nationwide disaster preparedness network made up of Patriot-oriented radio operators. So I'm on phonetically. Mike, Romeo, Romeo, Oscar, November. This is a directed net, so please hold any traffic until that control station calls for it. Any emergency traffic may break in at any time. Covering tactics, techniques, news, technology, and concepts related to emergency and civil defense communications in support of the American Redoubt Radio Operators Network and communications in austere environments in general. Grid up or grid down. This is Partisan Radio. Welcome everyone to this episode of Partisan Radio. This is Volume 48, on the 30th day of August 2019. This was intended to be a part one of two of the T-Rex 2019 post-exercise AAR, or after-action report. However, as you are all aware, we are facing a more pressing matter, as Hurricane Dorian is gaining strength and expected to make landfall Somewhere along the east coast of the Florida Peninsula this coming Labor Day, with computer models indicating a Monday afternoon or evening arrival. The Amcon is currently at Level 4, but it will be upgraded to Level 3 this evening, Friday, August thirtieth, 2019. Hurricane Dorian it has now reached a Category 3 status, a very powerful storm. The storm is hovering over open, very warm waters and is moving at a slow rate of speed. These are perfect conditions for significant strengthening of a hurricane. Dorian is expected to become a Category 4 hurricane before it makes landfall. And I've seen a couple of reports from meteorologists who explained that some models are showing the potential for a devastating Category 5 as the storm makes landfall. We don't know precisely where the hurricane will impact, and there is a potential for the storm to turn northward toward the panhandle of Florida and the state of Georgia, and it could even affect the coastal portions of the Carolinas. So a couple of updates here Uh, from weather.com. They're saying that uh, from Hurricane Dorian, they're expecting a multi-day siege of strong winds, dangerous storm surge, and heavy rain. Now, we'll know more in the next 24 to 48 hours. We are continuing to track this, and we'll be adding updates to the website and uh, also via the Amron Mobile Team app. If you do not have the app, which is the fastest way to get updates uh, that is available if you have a smart device, uh, or you can have that uh, down, downloaded or installed on a computer laptop. laptop. Uh, you can go to amron.com. That's Alpha Mike Romeo, Romeo Oscar November, A-M-R-R-O-N.com. On the right-hand side, look for the logo, the Team App logo, and uh, that will walk you through the steps of getting that downloaded so you can stay informed and abreast. So what we know now is that uh, the the entire region is bracing for this storm, and uh, several have made provisions for evacuees or refugees. Uh, first of all, the Atlanta Motor Speedway, uh, they have opened up their facilities to Dorian evacuees. The Speedway, which is equipped to handle thousands of campers during its annual NASCAR weekend, will provide camping space free of charge for dry RV and tent campers in its Legends campground. A limited number of camping spaces with water, power, and sewer are also available for a nominal fee of $20 per night in the Premier campground. Located adjacent to the campgrounds, AMS will also open the Renai Shower Station Camper Bath House, allowing evacuees free access to hot showers and restroom facilities during their stay. So over the last few years, Atlanta Motor Speedway has opened its grounds to hundreds of people seeking refuge from powerful storms. During Hurricane Irma in 2017, the Speedway hosted more than 100 campers. In 2018, dozens more stayed at the Speedway's camping areas during Hurricanes Florence and Michael, which Amron was activated for and very much involved in. Now, as we become aware of more of these uh, shelters, uh, for those who are in the grid down or impacted areas, the impact zones where you may not have access to internet and communications. We'll be putting updates out as far as shelters go uh, in the impacted areas over the air on our HF nets for the Amaron nets, which I'll, I'll talk about a little bit more here in just a moment, how you can get more information on that. Now, the Georgia State Parks, uh, working with the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, has also announced that they are making their parks available for uh, refugees as well. Uh, they, uh, at their website, at gastateparks.org, under slash alerts, they have a section covering Hurricane Dorian with an update. They say that they are continuing to monitor the hurricane and its impacts on Georgia and the state parks. Uh, they'll update their page periodically and includes a map which indicates all of the parks that may be closed or without power and those that are open and accepting evacuees. Evacuees and their pets are welcome in the Georgia's state parks. Park pass and pet fees will be waived for evacuees. Some stables are available for horses. Campsites and cabins are available at regular rates and dry camping's free during this emergency event. So uh, group shelters are also available at parks with power and water. So you can contact uh, their reservations there on their website and make reservations if that's something that you uh, are looking at doing, getting out of the uh, impact zones as we learn more about the direction of this this storm. Now, there is a really great resource I want to point you to, Southeastern Preppers Network. That's seprepnet.com and they have a forum. Uh, Right now they have a forum specifically dedicated to updates uh, related to Hurricane Dorian, and they're going to keep that thread updated. I'll just share some of the things that we have with you right now. Of course, the hurricane status, uh, Hurricane Category 3, 115 mile an hour sustained winds, and uh, they're showing that uh, with links as well, Dorian models are now trending toward a hit on Florida and then following the coast northwards. Uh, There is uh, also a FEMA daily ops briefing uh, as an attachment at the bottom of the posting, and uh, they will keep that updated as as they receive updates. So some of the uh, other information that's available here, they've got a lot of great information as far as repeaters uh, throughout uh, the affected area. This is particularly pertaining to Georgia, but it is the southeastern preparedness. So they are preparedness network. So they have links to uh, uh, related information, even in Florida, Florida, Georgia, the whole southeastern area. So the Georgia state of emergency uh, currently: Brantley, Bryan, Camden, Charlton, uh, Chatham, Effingham. Glenn, Liberty, Long, McIntosh, Pierce, and Wayne counties are all on alert. Uh, Amron has upgraded to uh, Condition 4 and is spinning up operations. The Hurricane Watchnet plans to activate uh, Saturday at 1700 hours Eastern Time. The Cajun Navy Relief and Forward Observer Fox Company are spinning up operations, but have not updated their websites uh, as of 1930 hours or 2330 Zulu today. Uh, A great situational awareness resource they list is the Disaster Center, Disaster Resources Aggregation website, and uh, many others related to flooding, related to uh, weather, lightning maps, Broadcastify, Georgia repeaters, and their status, and so on. So we want to point you to that as well. And uh, I will also be including links with the uh, the, uh, the mobile app notification that will be going out here uh, very soon. So most of you will already have gotten that before you listen to this. Now, what we've done is we've taken uh, the signals operating instructions from T-Rex, because that is the predecessor for, for uh, version four of our signals operating instructions. It's your guidance for what to do in case of a grid down emergency situation. What we have done, we've been working on this for a while, but we've created out of that a regional signals operating instructions guide because we have found that most all of our real world or all of our real world emergency disasters that we have uh, activated for are regional events. So uh, this is going to be uploaded to the website for you to download as a PDF. It's also going to be uploaded to the mobile app so that you will have it at your fingertips. You'll want to use this guide if Amron goes to Amcon 1, or if you're not sure because you're grid down, in a grid down situation, you would automatically refer to this SOI because operators uh, not only are already on the air, but more will come online and get on the air uh, once we go to Amcon 1. So this is for a regional event, and what I did is included a what I called a short sheet uh, right up front, right behind the the front cover of the SOI, or it would be page two, and that is a supplemental to the regional event SOI, and I did this to provide a one-sheet guide for responding to a regional emergency. At a quick glance, the main information that you need is right there uh, on page two, right after the, the cover page if you print it out. So, AMRON operators will be on the air as a persistent presence. Right now, we already have AMRON operators on the air and we do daily anyway. They're continuously there uh, testing and communicating with each other and beaconing and so on. Now, in most cases, all the bands will be covered 24 hours a day during and immediately after the impact of an event, in this case, the hurricane. Uh, This was created so you don't have to wait for a specific time in an emergency to send emergency traffic. Uh, I also included a persistent net presence digital net schedule. uh, So you can, at a glance, you can see what times uh, and what bands or what time to switch from uh, various different bands from 80 meters to 40 meters. Remember, this is regional, so we're using... 80 meters and 40 meters, but we will have operators monitoring 20 meters as well. So for the highest probability of reaching a relay or NCS or a SIGSAN, refer to the following persistent presence digital net schedule, and that is what is listed there. Now, for both voice and digital scheduled nets, you want to refer to your regularly scheduled rolling net schedule, but in this case, you will only be using the eastern region or the eastern time zone net schedule. Uh, These will not be rolling nets that will uh, go across the nation. So uh, if you are in the central or mountain or Pacific region, you uh, should not be expecting that a net would be taking place there. This is only for the eastern region. So only use that portion of the scheduled net SOI. Uh, We'll be conducting regularly scheduled nets as well but we'll only be using the eastern region portion of the SOI. Uh, The SIGSEN in South Carolina has been activated. Uh, They are on the air in in a persistent presence right now. They will have operational control over the communications uh, during this exercise, and the rest of Amron will support them. They also have an ACE, the Analysis and Control Element, or the Intelligence, S2, if you will, uh, who is also part of Fox Company, the uh, Sam Culper's Forward Observer Intelligence effort. And so we do have a liaison at the SIGSEN uh, who is part of Fox Company. Fox Company has been activated. Uh, I've uh, exchanged just a few brief texts with Sam Culper. I know he's very busy right now, and of course, so am I. But the reason why you need to know this is because the Cajun Navy is working with the forward observer. We are the communications link, one of the communications links to them. So we wanna talk about that. In case of an emergency, let me stop. Last year during one of the hurricanes, we were actually able to effect the rescue of a stranded couple who were on their roof during flooding with the waters rising. They were able to reach an Amron core operator who was able to relay their information and location information uh, to the Amron Sigsen, who was able to uh, get a hold of Fox Company and dispatch the Cajun Navy. And uh, we learned later that it actually resulted in their rescue. So in case of an emergency... If you are monitoring the airwaves and encounter emergency traffic and it appears no NCS or SIGSEN can hear them, you are the responsible party for rendering assistance by relaying their emergency traffic. Now, there's some very important critical information that is needed for Cajun Navy to respond due to the high number of false reports or erroneous information, uh, mistaken information, They have limited resources, and of course that's what they're there for, that's what we are there for, not to replace any emergency communications uh, that are already in place or assisting local or state-level governments, but we're there to fill the gaps because we know from history that uh, there are limited resources and they're stretched thin. So what we want to do is augment or supplement that uh, where uh, official resources uh, are strained, so if you encounter someone who needs, has an emergency situation or needs rescuing, acknowledge them over the air, let them know that you heard them, collect all of the pertinent information that you are able to, and this is what's important for you to get, their names, their location, specific location, as in their address or other specific location information. Uh, Be as specific as you can, the number of persons and their sex and their age, their phone number or other specific contact information. If they're on a radio, what frequency or what channel are they on? Uh, Preferably get their phone number if they have a uh, working phone. Uh, Let us know what the the nature of their emergency is. Do they need rescued off of a rooftop? Do they have a medical emergency? We need to know as much detail as we can so we can pass that on. Now, if you are grid up and you are an Amron core operator, then call out on the Amron main channel or the eastern channel on the Znet. The eastern channel will be the operational channel uh, for this hurricane once we go to Amcon 1. If you cannot reach anyone on Znet or if you're not Amron core, then call your local 911 emergency dispatch they will be able to route you or relay your information to the nearest emergency resource to the party that's in need. Now, of course, we can't have a training exercise or even a real-world emergency situation using HF without uh, our typical space weather messages, which in this case, we have another one. A high storm level uh, is predicted for August 31st, which is a G2 or moderate uh Uh, solar storm, solar activity. So they're saying the potential impacts are area of primary poleward of 55 degrees geomagnetic latitude. Uh, Power grid fluctuations can occur. High latitude power systems may experience voltage alarms. Uh, Radio, HF or high frequency radio propagation can fade at higher latitudes. But uh, we know that uh, these will most likely affect us because they normally do. So uh, that is the end of this volume of Partisan Radio. We're focused right now primarily on preparing for Hurricane Dorian. So for continued updates, I want you to uh, refer to the website or to the mobile team app. If you don't have the mobile team app, then please go ahead and uh, get that downloaded at your earliest convenience. So we'll continue monitoring this over the next 24 to 48 hours. Stand by and uh, be prepared to take to the airwaves. Now, before I close though, I want just, just to remind you right now we are at Amcon 4, but we are going to Amcon 3 this evening. That means is that an incident is probable. It's probably going to happen. This is an increased probability of an interruption to conventional communications. So your action items are to finalize plans with your family and friends and your network for what if. Monitor radio traffic and increase your frequency of nets as necessary. If you have a local net, uh, use the next 24 hours to do a practice net to make sure everybody is operational and can reach... One another. Uh, conduct maintenance checks on your fuel, your backup power, batteries, etc. Review your communications plan and download the regional net SOI, which is uh, available to you now on the website and the mobile app. And go over that uh, with your family and your group. And also go over this with your area or regional network to make sure that any necessary adjustments are made. When we go to AMCON 2, which will probably happen. Sunday. Once we know more about the impact of the storm, we will go to uh, level two, AMCON level two, which is an incident imminent. That means a disruption of communications is expected or highly likely. So uh, we'll have more details there and uh, be putting more information out on the mobile app and on the website. With that, that's all I have. You guys be safe out there and we'll see you on the air. I'm John Jacob Schmidt, 73. <laughs> As ready, trained communicators, right up to the present time, radio hams have been busy every single minute. The ever-increasing group of radio amateurs who have equipped themselves at their own expense with two-way radio sets by amateurs who saw their opportunity to render a public service and paid off for Americans in trouble.